This is the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Herlihy. Independent news commentary with a California perspective, featuring newsmakers, thought leaders, and authors. Season 14, Episode 17. Art at the Source. Sonoma County opens its artist studios to the world. Talking with Sally Baker, president of the Sebastopol Center for the Arts. Sonoma County is at the heart of wine country. We're surrounded by thousands of acres of beautiful vineyards in our valleys, on our hills, and along the byways of our county. Sonoma's wines are among the finest in the world. But a significant part of the wine country experience is a very rich, vibrant, artistic community consisting of art galleries, studios, and hundreds of artists. With us today to talk about Art at the Source is Sally Baker, president of the Sebastopol Center for the Arts. Good morning, Sally, and welcome to the show. Good morning, Jim. I'm excited to be here. Well, Sally, let's start off with the upcoming Open Studios program that begins Saturday, June 4th and Sunday, June 5th, continuing Saturday, June 11th and Sunday, the 12th. Tell me, how many artists are involved this year in opening up their studios? This year, there are 124 artists. In your catalog, which we'll come on to a little bit later, you have a series of maps. What cities in Sonoma County? Map is geographically limited from Healdsburg all the way down to Petaluma, into Santa Rosa, and all the way to the coast, as Sonoma. So it's it's limited geographically because we don't want people to have to drive the entire county, but the artists are from the entire in the East Bay and in Marin County. But primarily, the Sebastopol Center for the Arts has the catalogs, but other art galleries, bookstores, gyms, there's at least 50 different places throughout the county. And if you have trouble finding one, there is a catalog that is online at sebarts, S-E-B-A-R-T-S dot org. You heard that, listeners. You can get the online version of this beautiful catalog at sebarts, S-E-B-A-R-T-S, sebarts dot org. Now, you se- can also get it, Jim, excuse me for interrupting, at artatthesource.org. Ah, so there, listeners, you have it. You have two sources online artatthesource.org or sebarts.org to get your online version of the catalog. Now, Sally, how many different media are involved in this exhibit? Because, you know, we think of an art show and we think of painting, but there are many different media that are involved in this exhibit. There are 11 different media in the catalog, in the, in the event itself. And in addition to painting, there's ceramics, digital arts, drawing, fiber arts, glass, jewelry, mixed media, photography, printmaking, and sculpture. Mm-hmm. Now, Sally, now that, we've, now that we've sort of set the stage for our listeners and they, they know about Art at the Source, where to get the catalog, both online and a hard copy, let's launch into the art scene itself in Sonoma County. Tell us about your involvement with the art scene 
And how did Sonoma County become such a magnet for so many different artists? My involvement started in the early 80s. Shortly after we arrived in Sonoma County, I became a member of uh, Art Trails, the other open studios event. And then there were a group of artists that wanted to do a spring show. So there were six of us in West County that were doing an event in the spring, an open studio event, and other artists started to want to join us. And we approached the Sebastopol Center to see if they would take us under their umbrella, which they did. And so it has been over 30 years now that we have been doing this program, Art at the Source. You referenced the center, the Sebastopol Center for the Arts, and before we came on the air, you mentioned that anyone who's interested can actually go to the center and all 124 of the artists who've opened their ga- their galleries and their studios across the county, each one of them has contributed one item of their collection to be on display at the Sebastopol Center for the Arts. So for any listener who wants to get an overview in one place of all 124 artists, all they have to do is go to the Sebastopol Center for the Arts. And Sally, what are the opening times for that center so that our listeners can get the full overview of the 124 artists? Uh, This uh, gallery at the center is open on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And for the times of this particular event, Thursdays and Fridays, it's 11 to 4, and Saturday and Sunday, it is 11 to 5. So you heard that, listeners. You can actually get a global overview of the entire 124 artist studios at the Sebastopol Center for the Arts. Just GPS that, and you'll that will take you directly to the location in downtown Sebastopol. And Sally, you also mentioned that there are three other satellite studios where listeners and viewers can, can view an overview of the collection. That is true. Um, There are three of them, like Jim said. One of them is Gallery One in Petaluma, and the exhibit there will go through June 12th. Ollie Gallery in Guerneville, also through June 12th. And my daughter, the Framer and Corex, is through June 25th. And they are actually having a reception. It's on 4th Street, and that is tomorrow evening at five o'clock is that and in, is that in sebastopol or in that one that one corix um and my daughter the framer is in downtown santa rosa on fourth street and these three satellite exhibits have one piece of several artists but they don't include all the artists I see. Uh, they they are exhibits that are voluntary for the artist and if they could spare a piece of art they would put it in these other exhibits So listeners, if you're coming up from the Bay Area, if you're coming from San Francisco or San Jose or Oakland, coming up to Sonoma for Art at the Source or visiting the wineries, make sure that you get a copy of the brochure, either online or hard copy. And if you want to get the full overview of the the show, Go to the Sebastopol Center for the Arts, and Sally just gave you the uh, the opening hours. Well, Sally, now that we've covered the who, what, why, when, and 
Where? Where? <laughs> <laughs> Those five classic journalist uh, questions. Now that we've covered that, let's get to let's get to the heart of the matter here. Tell me what are the criteria for selection as a as an artist for the show? And also, please give us some highlights of some of the artists that are included in this year's show. So Art at the Source is a very exciting program because not only are there established, well-known artists uh, in the county, but it is a program that welcomes emerging artists. So we have people who have never shown publicly before. They may have been doing their artwork for 30 years, but it has been more personal and they haven't put themselves out into the community. And so this program really encourages and welcomes these artists. And if they decide they want to do this, they apply. And there is a review committee that just makes sure that this is someone who is serious about their art Mm -hmm. and um, it's not a hobbyist. So there's, there's criteria of excellence for the program, but we also are very open to bringing in people who have not shown. And if someone uh, enters the program for the first time, they are provided with an artist member that is a mentor. Uh And so that mentor guides them through the process of opening their studio and setting up their display and answering any questions they have. But it's, it's been a fantastic entry for people who have not shown before but the quality of the art is amazing i think you'll look through the brochure and be astounded that in all our little hills and valleys in sonoma county are all these amazing artists well i can attest to that because many of these studios are nestled right in the center of vineyards and some are out in the country some are downtown some are literally in the center of vineyards. So it's a terrifically inspiring scene and landscape for really for both artists and those who enjoy and love art. Sally, can you give us a couple of highlights of some of the artists that you're showcasing this year in Art at the Source? Oh, it's so hard to pick. <laughs> I mean, um, I know that there's one person who is new to me this year, and I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly, Pam Selvaraj does clay sculptures that are just amazing. They're in uh, parts that are put together, and they're just amazing. She is in Studio 64B. Showing with me is a glass artist, uh, Mark Freed, who was an attorney and turned to art in his after he retired. And his work has just grown, and it's just exquisite. And then there's another glass couple, Salatino Gandolfo. Their work is amazing. Let's see. We have a sculptor, Renee Dan Whitehead. She uh, sculpts in the old style in marble and other materials, but her work is amazing. I mean, I could just go on and on. So I think... You know, to see the catalog and see the variety of mediums is just amazing. And um, Jim was talking about 
when you find a, a gallery or an artist studio in the middle of a vineyard. I think that's one of the things that the public loves about this event is that you see somebody's artwork you want to see, but you turn down a road you've never been on before. So you're discovering the county itself when you're doing this, even though your goal is to see the art, you're getting all these added benefits of discovering the county. And not only discovering the county, but also discovering wineries, tasting rooms, and there's nothing to restaurants stop and restaurants yes. <laughs> and, and all of the all of the rest of the infrastructure of Sonoma County, which makes our economy so vibrant and so uh, so diverse. Well, we also have people who want to know immediately what the date is for the next year because they we have people that come from out of the county and from different states that come specifically for this event. So they stay in hotels, they go to restaurants, they buy art, and it's just a very rich vacation for them. What is it about Sonoma County? And I may be I'm paraphrasing a question that I asked already, but what is it about Sonoma County which is so attractive to artists to come here? Because of the 124 artists who are opening their studios in this show, that's really just the tip of the iceberg. There are hundreds more who are who this year are not part of the show. But what is it about Sonoma? Is it in the air? Is it in the water? What is it that attracts them to our beautiful county? Well, having come from L.A. <laughs> uh, well, that says, <laughs> that says a lot. <laughs> yes. So we moved here in 82, and I think it just took our breath away coming to Sonoma County. You've got the mountains. You've got the ocean. You've got the rolling hills. You've got seasons. Um, you know, when you're driving along and the vineyards have turned color in the fall or when the wild mustard comes out in February. Um, blue skies and puffy clouds. I am not a landscape artist, but if I were, it would be endless, the beauty, just the sheer beauty of the landscape. And then the people are lovely, uh, in addition, I guess because they're so happy living here. Mm -hmm. Now, just, just as an aside, of course, the world-renowned artist Christo came to Sonoma County in 1975, 1976, and he put in that colossal running fence across Sonoma County. So there again, yes. not only are our native Sonoma artists inspired by the beauty of Sonoma County, but even world-renowned Christo, who passed away several years ago, came to Sonoma County for that running fence exhibit. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's just... Um an amazing place that you can find activity, you can find culture. I think the proximity to San Francisco is one of the things that people love about it, but we also have amazing theater in the county and we have amazing dance and we have performances and a lot of well-known performance groups love to come to Sonoma County when they're on tour because they like to go to Sonoma County. Well, Sally, you were very modest, but you didn't share with us your medium. So tell us a little bit about your art and your studio that you're opening this weekend also. Uh, thank you, Jim. I am a watercolor artist. I do still lifes, 
that I like to say are sharp focus and intense color. And I use watercolor in a way that I think surprises a lot of people because they think of watercolor as more ethereal and washy. And I use mine um, with very sharp focus and layers of color to build it up so that they're very luminous. And I started out actually as a ceramic artist and taught high school ceramics for 34 years. The last 20 years that I taught was at Healdsburg High School. It's just been a privilege to have been able to work at, uh, teach, and now do it solely as my art form in watercolor. Well, Sally, I'll... uh... For sure, I'll be making a beeline to your to your studio both this weekend and uh, next weekend, as well as the other 123. Now, tell us about the putting together this brochure. And I can't emphasize enough, listeners, the uh, the quality, the high quality of this brochure. But Sal, it's quite a quite a comprehensive brochure, and it's not just pictures of what the artist work that they've done. But Sally, give us a sense of the background logistics that go into putting this brochure together, because it's not only pictures of the photograph of the, not only photographs of the art, but also maps of where the art, where the studios are located and so on. Well, this program, Art at the Source, like I said earlier, has now been in existence over 30 years. And under the umbrella of this vast full center, we have a paid staff person who corrals all these artists, but there is also a steering committee made up of the artists, and there are work teams, and each individual artist puts in at least 10 hours of time to developing and maintaining the program. So there's an exhibition team, there's a distribution team, there's administrative team. There are people who do the map. There's a person who designs the the brochure. And this year it was Valerie Adams who did an extraordinary extraordinary job. There's a hospitality committee. There's just teams that do all the logistical. There's an editing committee. They do all the work of getting the brochure made. Uh, maintaining all the timelines and it it's a a task that goes on all year as soon as this year is done we start planning for the next year and I'm just amazed at the enthusiasm of the artists there's a mentoring team like that mentors the new artists so it is a all hands on deck endeavor and everybody does their share. And and then there's those, of course, that do more than their share. But it is definitely something that has evolved over the years and just gotten better and better. It sounds almost like a full-time job, but of course, a labor of love. It is absolutely a labor of love. And I think when the catalog comes out and when the event happens and the artists realize that the hard work that's been put in has paid off, it's it's extraordinary. And I think um, something that the public w- really needs to hear is 
that when they go out to the different studios, I mean, it's wonderful to the artists if somebody buys something, but it's also the conversations that the artists have with the public because artists work in such isolation Mm -hmm. when they're in their studios. So when somebody has selected to come to your studio, they're already predisposed to like your work. But to be able to talk to them about what inspires you, for them to see your implements that you use for them to be able to ask questions Uh, some of us do demonstrations Mm -hmm. in our studios i think the public gets a much better idea of what being an artist is all about and it takes away some of the mystery i think that people assume that you're just born and you're an artist but they need to understand and they do come to understand the hard work that comes to fruition in these shows, but it shows how the artist puts in all this time and work and what's involved in producing the artwork. Now, Sally, of course, we're dealing here with very accomplished artists in these 11 different media. What about the aspiring artist? What about the the young or middle-aged artist who is who's looking at this beautiful brochure, who visits these studios, who's inspired, what path would you suggest for them to get their art to a state and a stage where they would be, they'd be eligible to participate in this art at the source? Well, there's, there's several paths. I think sometimes when a young artist goes out to a studio and they like a particular artist and likes the style that that artist works in, sometimes that artist offers workshops throughout the year. And then also the Sevastopol Center offers workshops in lots of different mediums. The Sevastopol Center has a an incredible ceramic studio where aspiring people can take classes and or go to the open studio at the center to work on their craft there's a lot of different ways there's online lectures there's all sorts of things that young artists or aspiring artists can do at the center and throughout the county there's a lot of different opportunities but i would say going around and looking at art seeing what kind of art you like and what you think you might want to aspire to and then ask those artists what they would recommend and how they got involved. I studied with some renowned artists in upstate New York, Sandra Freckleton and Jack Beal. For 30 years, I went to workshops once a year and studied with them. And I think when you do that in-person workshop and studying with someone, you learn the things that can shortcut your study because Someone else has figured out something to do, how to do something, and we'll share that with you. Well, Sally, in the remaining few minutes of the podcast, as we come to our close, do you have some additional thoughts for our listeners? And of course, we want to encourage everyone who's listening to this podcast to come to Sonoma County this weekend, the 4th and the 5th, and the following weekend, the 11th and 12th. But Sally, some closing thoughts for our listeners? I just wanted to speak just a tiny bit about the Sebastopol Center for the Arts. Yes. It it has amazing programs that I hope people that are listening to this will avail themselves of. 
There is the, the documentary film festival. There, like I said, is our ceramics program. There's the open studios. There is a poetry group. There are educational classes for adults and youth. There are summer camps, music, education lectures. Um, it's a very rich center, open to the public all year long, and hope that you will visit and explore and find wonderful things there to participate in. Well, Sally, our listeners, of course, can go to the website for the center. Could you give us give that to us again so that they can look at the website and figure out which of these wonderful programs they'd like to participate in? I would love to. It is sebarts, S-E-B-A-R-T-S dot org. Very good. Well, I'd like to thank our guest today, Sally Baker, who's the president of the Sebastopol Center for the Arts, for highlighting both Art at the Source this coming weekend and next weekend, as well as the Sebastopol Center for the Arts itself. So, Sally, thank you very much for joining us. Jim, it's been my pleasure, and I hope to see some of you at our open studios. Very good. And for my listeners, the San Francisco Experience is celebrating our second anniversary. With 281 published episodes, we're carried on 19 platforms, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, among others, with listeners in 50 countries and all 50 states. Please make a point of following our twice-weekly podcast. This has been the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Herlihy, coming to you from America's favorite city, San Francisco.